When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. I'm getting into my old bag. <laughs> I'm, I'm going in. I ain't leaving none of y'all motherfuckers satisfied. Feel like I'm getting mine and getting out. Like, I don't, can you even do that anymore? Yes. Yeah. I, can. <laughs> I can't do it with you. I can't because I love you. I got to please you. I want to do all of these things. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Like, I would hope that you would be a better nope. person. A wild mic turns back to the world. Oh, absolutely. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. Hey, I'm Mike. And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, where we give you an uncensored look into all we're learning, unlearning, and loving about marriage in real time. Welcome all. We're thankful you tuned in. Before we get into our episode, we wanted to shout out our village over on Patreon. Thank you all, but we especially want to uh, welcome our newest members. Yes. Danny B, mm-hmm. Alexis, Janae, who has been on Patreon for a while, but who jumped to a higher tier. Gracias. And lastly, Jules and Kristen, who opted for an annual membership. Yes. So, Patreon offers annual memberships for you to sign up. Yeah, they just they just did it, you know, launched it for everybody and... Some people have already jumped in and you get a month free. If you do it that way, just mm-hmm. letting y'all know you can join us over at Patreon. So yeah, new mixtapes have gone out, daddy journals have gone out, Randy postings, unedited episodes. That's all the stuff that you can find over there. So. And more. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> corrections. We have a couple of corrections from previous episodes before we jump into this because Randy does not want you to hear something and think she didn't think about it. I'll go back and listen to it. You also have a correction on here. What are you talking yes, about? But I only came to that conclusion because you're right. Like, you just don't want to leave it unsaid. So what are you, what is your corrections? So um, I recently dropped an episode in indie called Black Is with two of my closest girlfriends from college. And I mentioned this book that I always talk about called When Bad Things Happen to Good People, which actually might be a really great read for everyone in this time. But anyway, I said that the 
the author was a priest and he is in fact a rabbi there is a distinction and there is a difference so just wanted to let y'all know that i don't just be saying stuff and if i do i'm gonna come back and correct myself uh also on mikey's big stick indie i he told me to like introduce say something randomly about myself and i got my sun and moon sign mixed up he was supposed to go back this was and eating say, at randy for it Ever. Because I know that I will look up somebody's sign real quick. Now, I don't want y'all doing wrong investigation. So, he was <laughs> supposed to do it in his episode, but he never went back and updated it for me. So, I'm going to say it. My sun is a Gemini, my rising, and my moon is a Taurus. And both of these signs are sun signs from my siblings. So, it's really interesting that, <laughs> that they're showing up in my stuff. So, anyway, yeah. So, those are my corrections. How about you? I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you so much. Okay, so my correction is also from my Big Sick episode. I may mention about what my first gun was, and I think I was tongue tied, and I said it was a nine eleven, which is not a thing. It was a nineteen eleven. Um, so that's literally it. It was a Taurus nineteen eleven, really old, rusty thing, and that's it. That's all I got. Okay, so y'all, continuing with the theme of plot twist. Boy, did y'all miss us? I don't think they because did. we miss y'all. We haven't done a episode together since we're rich i think Mm -hmm. and so y'all been getting a whole bunch of interviews we've been getting a lot of great feedback about that so thank you y'all have been asking for interviews since we launched the podcast and because of this pandemic we finally figured out ways to do that and i i i I dare say we got good at it (laughs) i dare say i dare say um that they actually were really really great i enjoyed every episode, episode we did mm-hmm. for all the couples or individuals that we pulled on to they're great this podcast and so if y'all enjoy that obviously keep giving us that feedback because we want to keep giving you content like that however we are not an interview podcast we are not it is us at the end of the day so, so we back we back we bike until we drop another interview so continuing with the theme of plus is we're going to reintroduce ourselves because we realize we need updated information about each other yep so in our first segment we're going to ask other <laughs> in our first segment we're going to ask each other some hard-hitting questions to get to know each other again second is our fight or flight where today i'm confronting mikey about defeating the purpose of fight or flights like i'm about to give up on them because why you you defeat the, and you'll find out what finally is, uh, okay we'll wrap it up with our pda segment where we show each other some love and or thank each other for something maybe <laughs> and we hope you enjoy and we're back so backstory for this episode mm-hmm. is before and during the lockdown we realized that we are not the same people we were when we got together at 15 and 17 which Duh, we right? have talked about before yeah i mean that's why we do relationship check-ins sometimes but things keep changing we're not you the know? same we're not the same as we were some months ago yeah um we again this pandemic we've been inside for six months mm-hmm. we've been doing um, what we're supposed to do and so I know <laughs> we've definitely posted some pictures where we went to the canyon a couple of weeks mm-hmm, ago um, mm-hmm. on our social distance walk, which is one of the first times we actually even got out the house for but, like two hours. Yeah, it was Randy, a long time. And, Randy and I have been inside this entire time. Yeah, my um, job has moved indefinitely to work from home because my boss realized that we were more productive mm-hmm. at the house. He was like, "Well, let's just let's just." Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, and I have only been going outside for grocery runs, mm-hmm. same as before. So while y'all been partying, not y'all, I know that we have some listeners with some sense, but I also know that y'all are on social media just as I am. Uh, while everybody's been taking trips and 
hitting the club back up again. Strip club been packed, by the way. I heard. Um, I'm like trying to wings. Again, I keep hearing about parties. these Magic City lemon pepper wings. Can we just order takeout? No. Can you not do that? No. What if I leave a tip portion? You have to do. You have to go through the motions of the strip club before you get Why? your shit. Because that's part of the experience i just want to eat no what you have to do is you have to pay your ten dollars for parking and then you have to get patted down and pay your twenty dollars at the door and then you gotta pay whatever tax to withdraw your money from atm if you didn't get your money before because we only operate in singles here Um, (laughs) so if you didn't have it before we'll do it for you but there's a 10 percent charge on that and then you get your wings and then there's a wait so while you wait please enjoy one of these dances from our lovely it's all it's a beautiful mikey's cousin was out here at the shoe club (laughs) <laughs> just, you, know, you gotta tell the story just just pussy i can't you can't even say vagina <laughs> just all in the camera and i'm like didn't that talk about he got hacked i hope you hear this episode i hope you hear it sir you know who you. i'm talking that shit about was funny. <laughs> this is not only fans. guidelines so he immediately was like nah i got hacked no nah, <laughs> you Randy all like, in- <laughs> nigga it's your you, phone it's your face it's you you holding her but he wasn't holding the anyway, camera, I just which is why he has wings. a good. And then we're argument. not trying to judge nobody. We get, everybody got limitations, just like. But kill your side of the car. I want to go outside. I really do too. But you know it's okay because that's why we got to do this episode. Things have changed. <laughs> For example, mm-hmm. trauma doesn't link us anymore, like it used to way back when. What do you mean by that? Because like you know we found like I feel like we found each other and like fell in love because we both been through some shit, mm-hmm. and we could finally find somebody that would hear it and not think that we had like smallpox you know like we, like we didn't we didn't it brought us closer okay but, oh, that's what you meant so our like, trauma definitely bonded us but that you know that's not the only but you know after a while us, when yeah. that wears off and i think even viva has talked about this when we did the interview with them like mm-hmm. after a while when you healed and you realize all you had in common was your trauma you know you got some other shit that you need to explore or you realize you don't work or that and I mean, clearly, I mean, I think it's clear, or I hope it's clear that we haven't reached that part of like our relationship where we just like, nah, it ain't even working no more. But I realize that it's not just like this sad, what we hoped and wished for things that like link us. No. Now, like Drew links us and group and a little trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Only um, a little trauma. Our bodies have changed, our favorite mm-hmm. colors, maybe. Um, and at first, all of that was a bit daunting and frustrating because we were talking to each other and communicating like you know going off of old information yeah like i'm talking to old randy and or maybe not so much old randy there may be moments where like i may have made a comment that old randy would have responded one way to but present randy that is not the case yeah um and the same for like you speaking to old mikey yeah old mikey me two months ago like i've been through some shit yeah. <laughs> since then so, so like we have to we have to readjust mm-hmm. essentially so we decided to reintroduce ourselves and see what we learned about the other. Now, while we were doing this, and even though we wrote out these questions, I actually didn't come up with an answer to it. So I'm going to like probably struggle for this what? first part. I didn't, I didn't think about it. You didn't it. come up with a rapid fire answer? Uh-huh. Okay. So rapid fire. <laughs> we have five rapid fire questions to help us warm up. Mm-hmm. And so since you didn't think about it, favorite That's color. Fine. I'm go for it. Favorite color? Black. Red. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I've read it. It's changed? Yeah, it has changed. I don't know. Red is just, I don't know. I've just been, it's been calling to me. And on top of that, Drew rocks red so beautifully. I'm not going to lie. That probably would have been mine, too. Which is just. I just love been. how red looks on her. And then when I wear red, I'm like, look at my skin. I need to get more red. Mm-hmm. Can I change yeah. my answer? 
No. I want to change my answer. I thought about it. Favorite ice cream flavor. What's your favorite color, Mike? Jesus. Green. Really? Yeah. Why? That I mean, you always green, in it. That's my shit. But it's never been a favorite color. But it is now. <laughs> like that olive, that shit just look different. You keep getting green shirt. Just, I need I to stop. <laughs> I can't stop. No. <laughs> that's his uniform. Mr. Janelle Monet. He always in green. That's because at certain times in my life, I couldn't wear blue or I get shot. Or I couldn't wear red or I get shot. Oh, <laughs> I was no. like, you get tired of wearing black because that's the same color around you niggas. So <laughs> I'm just going green. Okay. Favorite ice cream flavor? Favorite ice cream flavor is still Moose Tracks. Okay. Mine is vanilla caramel. Huh. I know. Who are you? I know. I'm what different. did it used to be? It used to be chocolate. chocolate. Oh, look at you. Growth. I'm, my, you my, left the black behind and went for the, the white with the. I mean, I still love caramel. chocolate ice cream, but now when I see vanilla caramel, I'm like, let me. Because it's just like that perfect. It makes me think of turtle sundaes. Which has like a little salt yeah, on it. So you I know? like moose tracks. Yeah. That, um, there's this gelato that we saw in the store one time that was vanilla caramel. It was good. Yeah. I see. Candy. What's your favorite candy? Still a bunch of crunch. Mine is dark chocolate almonds. I could see that. Because I always get them. It's the only sweet thing you eat at this point in life. And my daughter loves it too. Drew she is loving the chocolate. She likes chocolate. It's my baby. I know. Your favorite song right now? Favorite song right now at this moment? Huh. I know that's a long gap, so I'm apologize for that. I've been listening to so much music. Um, uh, it would have to be Dying for Your Love by Snow. That's just mm, what I remember. You were really into her lately. I love Snow is, there are three sirens right now. I prefer to them as sirens because they draw me in mm. and they get me. Okay. It's like, like, I love the way they sing. That is Snow. Um, Chloe and Haley, I'm going to count that as one siren. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck they I be thought it doing? was Hallie. Is it, is it Hallie or Haley? That was Hallie. I'm apologizing if she ever listens to this because I, I respect I mean, We've been saying Rihanna's name wrong since so she came out. Anyway. She's just, it's not wrong. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Mike. Please go because ahead. Because just their voices, it's different. Yeah, no, I love them. You know, Drew, her favorite song is off their Sugar Sugar Symphony album, mm-hmm. Red Lights. Yes. That's a song that, like, she just stop everything. Yes. And you know her. Her is my third mm-hmm. siren because she just be doing shit. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, I love Snow. I just, I be waiting for whatever the next song is. I just want her to hurry up. I don't even care. Like, we got real hype over the song. We thought from what she was posting that it was going to be like a mixtape we as in people who listen to her like oh she about to release some music and it was just one song and some t-shirts and we were still hype we would have appreciated more easy i am no i like the songs that you put on the mixtape with her yes the All song right. i have on repeat lately is pussy fairy really because mm-hmm. that is my number four siren mm-hmm. janae has never left my top five i'm honestly just not getting into i know her. which is so disappointing it's but, not okay. i mean like i was into her when she dropped that single way back when the worst but then oh, I heard God. her live, and I was sad. But that was just one instance. <laughs> yeah. what you, why are you defending it like how I was defending it? I mean, now, I realized now it. that it was because, I mean, it, and she even got on Twitter. It was a long time ago, y'all. She Randy. performed somewhere, and people were like, you're catfishing All right, now. Nah, all right, so I'm going to dive into what Randy did and why what she What did, did I do, it. Mike? Randy said she ain't like Janae Aiko because she couldn't sing live. I was like, Randy, everybody not Beyonce. And Randy <laughs> said, why? Why can't everybody be Beyonce? Why yes. y'all don't have the same work ethic as her? Don't you see? She had kids. She's still out here singing live on video whatever she sounded the same why can't everybody else do it i'm like randy this was people. old randy y'all. it was i was like different people have different talents some girls go on stage and pull out that stool and they can sing. Sit, do what you want some girls dance and do all of that this is what she chose to do and this is who she is some people are really great in the studio and okay live 
and that's fine. Any better, but Randy was not. She was like, no, nah, I can't. Yeah, this is oh, this was what was this ten years this ago? This was old Randy. Nah, I was like five. Like, it couldn't have been that the, short. We were married when we had no, this conversation. We were. Yeah, we were. We, we absolutely were. The married. worst came out a long time not ago. The, I think this was over something else. No, it was the worst. Because she did, it was her singles and she was performing it everywhere. And I just so happened to catch, what year did it come out? 2013. 2013. So this was before we were married. Okay. Yes. So old Randy. I feel like it was something after this or when she performed it after this. But that's funny. It was this song. And I was 2013. I was still in college. I ain't know nothing. But now I do. (laughs) And I love Pussy Fairy. Celebrity crush. What's your celebrity crush? Oh, it's still Rihanna. (laughs) <laughs> and her name is pronounced Rihanna. Well, it's I have pronounced. too many women celebrity crushes to pick, so I just went with my man, Sterling. Didn't think you were Brown. going in that direction. Thought Didn't you would name a man, Sterling Brown. Yeah. Are we supposed to name men crushes? You don't have to. I just, I just uh, want to make it clear that I have many. I, just, have I was trying to figure out like which woman I would choose. It just don't seem right, so I'm gonna just stick with one man. Got you. That has been consistent lately, Sterling Brown. So you have a crush on Sterling Brown? Elaborate. He's just beautiful. He's just beautiful. Oh, he's so random and this is us. Did you have to say this like he's... that? He's what? Your eyes are getting really wide. No, okay. that's fine. Share. Please share. He's random and this is us. He's uh the lieutenant in Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. His whole that whole scene when Olaf is describing the first movie, he's like, What? It's so funny. Gotcha. Anyway. So and funny. and he's uh Killmonger's daddy in in uh Black, Black Panther. Man. I just saw somebody tweet about this, but him and that gold chain. And that fitted shirt, not gotcha. dressed like Randall at all. Okay. You dressed like, like the Q that he was in one of them episodes in This Is Us. That's funny. Man. So you, okay, you like that he was a Q in This Is Us. And, like <laughs> and gold chains <laughs> and fitted shirts. And that's what you Why do you have a problem? I don't have a problem I don't with have a problem. I'm why, just you, why are you I'm questioning just me? This is weird. Why are you questioning me? This is about questions. We wanted to get this more. This is rapid fire. So <laughs> that's our rapid fire segment. I don't ask you to explain your crushes. Don't you be up here. Ask, I, I know curious. why you love Rihanna. Who doesn't love Rihanna? She's, she's on my list of women Still, crushes. My sister don't like Rihanna. First of all, we cannot I'm talk about saying, that. Because her reasons like for not liking Rihanna are it's so childish. convoluted. Yes. But other people don't we like cannot, her for the same We reason. can't put same her out like that. why people don't like Beyonce. That is not the same. What? They're, it's the same as why people don't like Beyonce. People still think Beyonce worships the devil. Like, you're not. Like, people have stupid reasons for not liking people. Why can't black people just be powerful? Why can't we just, why can't we just be black? Anyway, don't get me started. <laughs> My black is in the episode is up because I I don't talk to people about Beyonce. Um, hi, Judy. Oh God, you want to say something to the people? Anything? Anything, baby. Say, mommy. Mommy. Um. <laughs> All right, and we're moving into our questions. We are going to ask each other three questions each. It was five, but we're going to maybe answer also the questions that the other ask um, Mm -hmm. ourselves so that we can know. But yeah. So, Mikey, you first. What's your first question to get to know me? All right. So we have uh, a daughter, Mm -hmm. healthy marriage, a dog, great sex, (laughs) solid communication. Um, Are you happy with how your life turned out up to this point? And can you see yourself doing this for another 30 to 60 years? I feel like the question is a leading question. You're leading me. Probably. Prosecutor. Because you've named all the reasons why <laughs> I shouldn't have any issues. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not, do you have any issues with, can you see yourself 
Like, I know that just like with all the positive things that I listed, obviously, there are challenging things. But can you see yourself? Because those things that I listed were things that we talked about when we were 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Like, I want a dog. I want a kid. I want to live together. And I want to, like, be happy with the person that I'm with and I actually want to be married to them. So now that we have those things in some form or fashion, because mm-hmm. we always get what we ask for from God at some point. Um, can you see yourself doing this for another 30 to 60 years? Yeah. I do. And are you happy with how your life is? I mean, I, I, yes, I feel like so far we have grown with each other. Um, you know, we've, we've kept up with each other's growth and changes for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of like what we, what we know. Like there's maybe some growth that you had that I don't know about or that I can't, like, you know. But yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. I just think it's important to do that check in. Like you want to know if I want to leave. Like, you. yo, like, not for that reason, but are you still happy? Yeah, I think it's just an important question to ask because assuming will get you caught up. I've been learning from everybody's relationship as of late. A lot of people have broken up during this pandemic. Um, I mean, yeah, it's hard. It's, yeah, it's just not something that I, they foresaw when they were living life, how they planned it from when they first started their relationship. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard. Are you still down? <laughs> I am. In. How about you? Yeah, I am still very happy with my choice. Tied, <laughs> but that ain't you and it's not her so yes i am also happy with the way my life turned out and i could do this for another 30 to 60 years as long as we don't have any other major changes okay that's not real <laughs> so you're not still down <laughs> I am. is what you're trying to tell me i'm talking about major changes like like what like another pandemic on like super like, <laughs> in 30 to 60 years we'll probably have another one i don't want that's just how this is <laughs> We we quite honestly might. I don't want to. No more. Mikey, we can't control No it. more major <laughs> I know. I know. That's it. That's all I got. But yes. All right. So my question is, why is it important for you to grow your hair back? Oh. Have we not talked about this? I'm asking. We haven't. Well, um, I grew my locks in college. I think I started growing them freshman year? I don't Sophomore know. Sophomore year, I It believe. wasn't freshman I just started, year. I started growing my hair. Because, well, I started because my barber got locked up, which we have brought up a couple of times on this podcast. And the only reason why I grew my hair out was because I didn't trust nobody to cut it. And then I figured, hey, I'd lock it. Um, my family, I have plenty of people in my family that have locks and all of the reasons why religiously, spiritually, we grow locks because I'm West Indian are reasons why I wanted to. The reasons why I cut it uh, were the same. I feel like I had stuff in that hair that I needed to get rid of that I did not want to carry into the next section of my life. Good and bad, but just a lot of negativity still swirling around in that hair. And rather than trim it, because I didn't know what I was trimming, I just felt like it was best to just cut it and start over. I started getting my hair cut again regularly. I found a barber who wasn't bad, but it still just didn't feel right anymore. I don't know. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to keep getting my hair cut. And so I started growing it out again. Then a pandemic hit and I can't go to that barber. So I was like, oh, well, I definitely need to go ahead and grow it out. I like the things that have happened since my last haircut um we've had a child we've been good a lot of positive things have been happening to us and these are things that i want to just kind of lock in and so i want to start over because i'm healthier my hair is healthier i would like something also to take care of personally i miss doing my little retwists on sundays where i sit down for four hours and put on some movies or whatever and do my hair you know um i miss taking care of myself in that way i kind of just want to do it again 
I don't know when I'm going to lock my hair. Probably after my birthday. Right now, I'm just going to let it grow. But I don't know. I just want to grow it out again. Feels nice. Okay. Thanks. I can't really answer that question, but yeah. <laughs> Why? Thanks, babe. Why do you still have your Why haven't you cut your hair off? I have cut my hair. Awesome. Off. Oh, off. I love my locks. It's the, I had. This is the first time I've grown my hair. Like being responsible for my hair. My mom took care of our hair when we were kids, when mm-hmm. our hair was permed and it flourished. And then she let us do it ourselves and it broke off because we didn't know anything about our hair. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing I'm going to do different with Drew. I'm going to walk her through why I use certain products and how to actually take care of her hair so that when I do stop doing her hair, <laughs> her hair does not fall out. Um, but I just, I knew I needed I think to she'll go. Be fine. Yeah. That baby hair is thick. Yeah, it is. I want to say that way. You know, if she decides to keep her hair, but yeah, like my hair was like my first plant. Ah, I've always wanted ah, hair see. down my back, and I got that. Then I was like, do. "This is some wild shit." It was wild. With my the baby spitting up, throwing hair. up every day, oh, breast milk that. all in it. So I cut it, <laughs> 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 and now it's growing back, and it's growing back thicker. Yes, and, um, same. Yeah, so. And I also like what what the new hair is collecting, and I don't I don't see myself cutting my hair off anytime soon. But never say never. And, and you look fine with a fade. I think I have a funny shaped head. I do, I do too, but so. with the right fade, it look nice. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good question. All right, babe, your turn. Okay, I have been a fan of your body our entire relationship. <laughs> this is on record. <laughs> Uh, from before we started this podcast, you know how I feel about you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's no secret that you have had body image issues in the past. Mm-hmm. We talked about them, similar to the conversations that I had when I did the dad bod episode. Mm-hmm. Um, however, after giving birth to a child and dealing with your weight gain and loss by creating healthy workout habits, seeing positive results, doing yoga, eating better, and appearing to like yourself more, <laughs> I am curious to know. What is something that you love about your body now that you didn't before? We had a lot of conversations about what you don't like. Yeah. We have had that talk for decades. But I'm curious now as to what it is that you like most about yourself with all the work that you've put in and all the shit that your body has been through. My ass. Ah. I love y'all my butt. And it's so funny. I had this friend in college. I figured that was your answer. (laughs) I had a follow up, but I'm gonna wait till you. Okay, I had a friend in college who was my who actually went to my high school, my sister and I's high school. She was my sister's year, and every time she would see me, she would call out Judy. She's like Judy, and I hated the name because I hated being thick. Like I hated no matter how much weight I lost. I mean, my smallest I've been 128 was my swap my smallest. Mm-mm. And I st- and it was uh, like y'all. I'm uh, just uh, some people. To me, I, I don't. I'm not coming for anybody's body, but for me, my body does not look good. Skinny. I'm not meant to look skinny. I looked. It was. It was not. It was not. Randy looked hungry. I, my mom was concerned, but Everyone I was running was track. So yeah. So that was the reason. So yeah, I was running track. That so was back in high school. But she was like, uh, 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 uh. Are you? <laughs> Are you forcing yourself to throw out? Right, I don't want you. No, seriously, she was like, I don't want you. Like my pants are falling off. Like I just, I've always had some form of like body dysmorphia, so I wasn't even conscious of the fact that my clothes don't fit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so and the smallest I've been in as an adult has been one forty five. And, and Randy used to always wear my clothes, also. Yeah, like, so Randy, then people always thought I was like bigger than like. Mm-hmm. 
I was because I just wanted to like hide for like lots of reasons. But anyway, since she used to call me Judy, it just freaked me out. I hated it because I didn't want to be recognized for my ass. Judy being a reference to Big Booty Judy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, but now, 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 after I've had this baby, um, right, 28 years later, I've had this baby and I've gotten off the pill, which we haven't talked about. But I stopped taking birth control. You just gonna slip that in there? That was, that's a conversation. I mean, I also think that I think that also impacts the fact why I like my body. Mm-hmm. Like I got off the pill because with no intention of getting pregnant. Um, We're not. We are working not on a trying. Child. We are not. We are not Put trying to try. Um, but just in terms of like trying to have more ownership over myself and all this stuff. Anyway, we can talk about that in another episode. That's done wonders for our sex life. Mm-hmm. And done wonders mm-hmm. for my body on top of yoga and all those things. But I just realized, that, like a few weeks ago, I put my hand on my my back and my my butt, like my fist was sitting on top of my butt because it, it is lifted mm-hmm. because of all the there. yoga and yeah. the random workouts mm-hmm. I do on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bitch, <laughs> girl. And then when we went to the canyon and you took all those pictures. And my butt, mm-hmm. it's there. My, I mean, my butt looks so damn good. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is, this is why Mikey. Oh, this is why people. I could never see it. I think my butt looks so good. And so I just did a thirst trap. I just put the picture out there. <laughs> I used to think that you hated it. This you hated is, this is not a joke. I used to think that you had, that you were um, nearly blind. <laughs> I felt like that was the only real explanation for what was happening because I don't understand how you could look at yourself and not see what the world would see when they look at you. I just didn't just, have any wild. good connotation associated with being thick or being myself, I should say, because it's just how I'm built. Um, that's genetics. And like I said, even when I work out and I get down a certain weight or I build even muscle. that would throw me. We from the South. I know. It's the most I love it on other women. I lo- you know I doesn't do. doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make no sense. I know. I know. I know. I, it, and so I'm finally getting to the point where I was like, but I also had to realize that like the lens that I was looking through was a very white supremacist lens and like what I was comparing my body to or what I didn't like about my body. And like once I stopped trying to erase myself <laughs> and engage in that activity in that way, I have a great body. And I'm trying to, yoga has helped me a lot with like understanding its power in terms of like what I can do. You know, just like what this body has done for me, got me my baby, you know, sustains my relationship with myself, with my husband, with my friends, you know, so I I see, um, I see why it's great in my butt. Jeez. I mean, <sighs> I love you. And I appreciate yeah, so that, yeah. you, that you have so fixed your, your eyesight. What was your follow up question? <laughs> that was it. It's oh. just, it was how. It's just how. Yeah. I mean, I had to, I had to like, it is still a process, but I had to heal because it used to be my, I hated it. I hated it. But no matter what, I mean, you know, my, you've been with me for so long. No matter what I did, no matter what I did. That's why I always thought it was futile also. Cause I'm like, and I, no, my butt just never went in. No matter like, what I did. really don't get that. All right. Obviously it's not the number one reason why we together, but you have to understand <laughs> that your appearance is also one of the reasons why I am into you. Do she think I'm lying to her when I tell her these things about her are attractive or is she just not listening to me? Or is my, what I'm saying just must not carry much weight. Well, it's not about her, you. I'm saying this is how. Which this is what is I had to tell you. Like, it's not about like. And everybody I talked to, it was just 
it would be the same confusion. Other people, like your family, they'd be like, I don't know, I really don't understand. She, like, but, but people would also still compliment you all the time. And mm-hmm. I was like, so where is she getting the negative stuff from? Because from everything I know about you and everything that I know about where we grew up and stuff that we have both seen, it was just confusing to me. Like, no. you are the girl that people chase because of how you look. I didn't know it's that. It's like, it's a prize. So I'm always curious as to why you was like, I didn't know that to people like chase little me. white girls or little Asian girl, like whatever. People chase me? Don't know. type. That. Yes, Randy. It's uh-huh. a, but yeah. you haven't been to the strip clubs. Or you <laughs> even, so then you saw the video the other day and you saw this little scribble, but that ain't the scribble. I don't even, y'all, we not even, I'm not even here bashing about this, but I couldn't, I mean, no, I'm not even gonna say that. Never mind. The skinny dainty girls have never been my thing. I just feel like I, uh, no, never mind. No. But the girls with meat <laughs> on their body in all the right places. There are so many songs about this. I like Big Butts uh, was one of the first ones. Uh, anything regarding any thick girl, anything from UGK, anything I have put on a previous mixtape that you can find at patreon.com slash black women in marriage with songs about why you should appreciate a black woman's figure. But see, I all black women don't that. look like me either. But a lot do yeah. where you are from. We have... We haven't had this conversation, but there's a difference between like a New York looking girl and a Southern girl, like a, a, a Atlanta girl. They just look different. One is like a little shorter, probably five four, five three, or whatever, and they stay they skinny and, and muscular because they walking yeah, everywhere. Exactly. All you do is fucking walk. That's it. That's it. And every once in a while, you find that, and they might have some ass. Like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. But all they do is talk about girls from the south and how all y'all are like born with it, gifted with it because of the shit y'all eat that they just don't eat. Beans and, rice, <laughs> and we don't walk like nowhere. Buttermilk and shit. And all y'all do is sit in cars. I hate buttermilk. And ride around. <laughs> Look, it's but, so sour. But and while those like little stereotypes or whatever existed, them shits was true. And so whenever it was between girls I dated up north or girls I dated down here, it really wasn't a comparison. Like like you could see how they physically appeared. Anyway, the point I'm making is I was always confused by what you did not see or what or what you were seeing and what you were basing it off of. And I was starting to just get sad. I was like, this is I really can't. I don't know if I can do with this girl not seeing herself as this thing forever. I know. I just can't because it, it don't make sense. It's a lot. I mean, imagine insanity. how I feel like I couldn't do it myself. It's insanity. Especially when I'm committed to like this fit life and like this ass. It ain't. <laughs> I was like, what are you trying to get rid of it for? What what pancake Flat ass, are you like, what's your goal here? Uh, no matter what I do, y'all, even if I stop doing squats. If you got lipo on your ass alone, it's not getting it out. Like, I would never do that, but. You gotta understand. Yeah. Like, that's just there. Well, thanks, Mike. I'm glad that you appreciate it. So I mean, I have, yeah. I mean, it's great. That's yoga, funny. y'all. Yoga and uh, any of these pop sugar videos. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> so um, I figured that was your answer because you've always appreciated your skin um, or started to grow appreciation for your skin. Um, I've always loved my skin. And taking care of it. So I figured it was like ass or legs. This is my second question, right? Yes. Do you still worry I will leave you? And depending on your answer, how does that affect how you love me? Because I felt like when we were younger, mm-hmm. on up to like maybe moving in with mom, you like, I felt like you always moved in like this fear that I would, that I would like leave you. Mm-hmm. And so you overcompensated and did all this extra shit. And I was like, I really just want you to turn the tv down i ain't asking for <laughs> a new tv i'm not asking for two Build new tvs i'm asking you to turn it down Got so you. that i can read but you're so stressed that i'm going to abandon you mm-hmm. for your your reasons mm-hmm. you know that and i it's just it, it, it it's a lot it was a lot because mm-hmm. i i mean a lot of ways i feel like we reparent ourselves by parenting drew and we i know a lot of ways also reparent ourselves as spouses 
and repairing each other, which I know is like kind of frowned upon with people like I'm not your mom and you're not my dad. Mm -hmm. However, in relationships, especially in like, I guess, lifetime life partner relationships, you do have to help people like or like be around for people's healing process as they stay with you and realize like what they have to fix from their childhood. If if that makes like you have to we have had to uh, cater to the ways we were neglected or hurt as yes. kids by our parents yes. and family members in life as spouses, yeah. which could seem like parenting, you but give your love language that because you don't know, like, yeah, like, like you give what it is that you're looking to receive. Right. And so, and that can be the same in terms of like you having to deal with my self hate, this, this fear of abandonment and neglect from me that you would feel wore me out. And I don't, feel it as much anymore but in some ways it does come up when you're triggered or like when when you're like it feels like in a lot of ways it feels like i'm talking to a younger version of mikey that is still dealing with a lot of his parental issues like we all are we both are Mm -hmm. but not in the same way so that's why i asked you still worry and if and depending on how you answer i want you to also tell me how that affects how you love so I think I can pinpoint the day or the time period where I stopped worrying that she was going to leave me. So I don't have the, the I, no is the answer okay. to the first question. So no, I don't think that you're going to abandon me. I think I let that go probably right before we moved out of Viner Ridge, mm. um, before we got here, maybe a year before we got here. Um, remember that night we were all dying? I was sick and you were pregnant. and you- When the random ass bug flu came through the house and like you were the only one who got it and i ended up i was floored y'all i was super weak i could not move um throwing up i was not feeling well like so it was Randy so random took my brand new car um mm-hmm. less than thirty thousand to walgreens to walgreens to get um, him some medicine she went with drew with Groot, and she was pregnant randy goes into the store comes back out and Groot is in the car looking at her like, bitch, like what you, what you giving Randy her? said the, so the battery wasn't working my battery his, his car key it went on lock the door and, and so group was like stop playing group was like stop playing so and I my had, phone was dying so, so Randy's phone was dying the only way she could charge it was just she got in the car to charge it so she wasn't really able to figure that out Randy was finally able to get a call to me who's at home dying saying hey I need you to come get us I was gonna drive Randy's car to pick her up but Randy iron went flat wasn't that y'all yes. these straight and Satan. the keys you had the car keys. I had the car keys because we didn't have a spare. <laughs> Why didn't we have a spare? It was some stupid shit. No, like it was just a really long night. All right, so I brought that up because Therese, his sister, had to come. Yes, to to get the key from you to come back to help me get the car so I can get to you to get the. Y'all, and anyway. it's like midnight. Oh yeah, Walgreens closed. Right. So my pregnant uh, wife is standing outside this store dark while we all sick. I'm dying. Oh. While after answering the call from Randy and waiting for my sister to come, when I was walking down the stairs, he fell. I fell. I fell down all sixteen steps. Imagine Wolf on Wall, Wolf of Wall Street. What is it? <laughs> when he was drunk. When he was drunk, trying to get to the car on drugs, and he and he's like dragging himself to the car. Yeah. Yeah, and I was big at this point. Yeah, he it hurt. It. That whole thing hurt. I definitely sprained my ankle and wrist. It was whatever. a long. I couldn't believe it. And Groot looking at me like, what are you doing? It was all just embarrassing. And I started thinking about how embarrassing I am. Like, truly am. Like, what? just hear me out. I've done some stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. I have 
no no disagreement from me (laughs) and just and so and sometimes like very little time through no fault of my own stupid shit happens to me you have done some stupid shit (laughs) and a lot of the time through no fault of your own stupid shit happens to you and we still stupid and fuck together (laughs) like we're still i was like look if nothing else all the shit that we've been through should prove or show me where we're going Mm-hmm. For me to hold whatever childhood trauma I was holding on to, which was guiding this this worry or fear, yeah. like makes no sense. It's the same as me trying to put some shit on you. Like, why can't she just see this? Because that's just maybe not where her mind is at. Because maybe she's holding on to something, and it doesn't make any sense that she's holding on to it. But like, it's kind of hypocritical of you to be mad at somebody for holding on to some shit that has nothing to do with them if you're doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Nah, this nigga ain't leaving. I can't, I can't get in the car. And now she knocked up. <laughs> I can't get in the car. To and leave. you know what? If I really, if I'm honest about it, I'm actually a good nigga. I am a good person to be with. I am a great partner. I give great sex. I'm nodding. <laughs> so I don't keep interrupting you. I take care of her to the best of my ability as anybody would want to. I'm actually a catch. <laughs> Which is shit that I thought prior to getting in this relationship. You know, when you're in the courting stage with anybody, this is the shit that you think when you're talking to somebody new. Yeah, you, you bragging together for so long. I you forgot. forgot. You just forget. Like, mm. like I'm just out here with like you for. I mean, that's fine. We Stop all have up, them. But like, nah, that's all that shit's dead. Um, I'm still the shit. I'm just married with a kid. <laughs> I'm married with a kid, and I'm the shit. Just no. The, so the I've grown out of that. I don't okay. have that. Um, however. When I was that way, when that fear was there, when you're trying to hold on to something desperately and you start doing shit, just, you know, again, the the performative shit, it's just not in the right, your heart's not in the right place when you're doing it. So again, I'm doing all of these things out of fear. So once I've gotten over that, I'm like, well, I still love her and I still like to do all these things, but just not with the same, not with Either. that, not, that, with, yeah, not with that behind it. <laughs> like, I'm still going to, like, wait on her. And I still want to, like, give her gifts. And I still want to be kind to her. Just, like, I, I can chill you the fuck out. I actually have a lifetime yeah. to do this. This is not me trying to you get it in You can start with doing the things I've asked for. Yeah. Instead of just things all the things you... that I think she wants or the things that I want to do. So, so how does that affect how you love me out. now? The, the, the same amount of crazy love is there. I loved you insanely when we were a child. I love you insanely today. Um, I just realized that. I needed to put that energy into how you want it versus how I wanted to give it to you. So now it's just a little bit more listening instead of acting. I used to do a lot of just, I, I would act. shit, I random would do, shit. That was me. And you liked it. And, it's, and But then sometimes I'm like, your reaction just really wasn't on par with uh Because you're doing this I random extravagant shit, but this TV <laughs> is still loud. So I'm doing a thing that, again, that I want to like, do. Like, why don't you want to do? would be great, but it's yeah. not the thing that you ask for, and it's not. Because my love language acts of service. Just do what I ask. Mm-hmm. I don't need extra shit. Do that shit for my birthday or Christmas. And so that's when the adjustments happen. And so now I was like, all right, well, I will save that energy for another time, and I'll put it into this. But something in me still wants to do something for her so i'm gonna just go in tonight when we have sex like that's just kind of <laughs> that's the that's the way that the energy is now or Translate i just it. it's always just putting it off to the next day waiting for the next opportunity to do the thing that i want to do but nah, nah i still i i still love you crazy thanks babe i love you thank you i feel it that's good <laughs> thank you um all right your turn ah your third question yeah I had four, and I was prepared to do some stuff depending on how these questions went. 
All right, so I guess I'll go with this one. So you have admitted to keeping things from me. <laughs> Y'all not saying um, his face the way he said that. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, you've admitted to keeping things from me uh, mm-hmm. from fear that I'd react in a way that would make you regret bringing it up, or marrying you, or marrying me. <laughs> yeah. It would make you reconsider your life, a whole who life. you had a child with, the fact that you now got to be a co-parent <laughs> right. with a nigga from a distance, like. Oh, shit. like <laughs> You, my mom you, are, you was like, nah, I can cut bait here. This is a good point. I would still have a lot of my life to salvage. I recognize I got to ass. I can catch my nigga. Like, you, no, I would never get married head. again. Never get married again. Ever. I don't want to hear about you out here fucking. Even, just Why? Because, what do you mean? You know how sad that would be? Well, we ain't together. I'm just saying. Do you know how sad? That concept of like, being podcast. so wildly in love with somebody. And then now y'all not. And now that person is just out there. It's crazy. Does that not, would that not like make you feel away if you found out after, if, if we split for whatever reason? And you was like, fuck it? Yeah. You not gonna feel away? I'd be laughing like this. Y'all think he just moaning? I had to teach him that shit. You think he know? <laughs> <laughs> you have an orgasm? Yeah, I put his finger on it. You all know? Like I did that. So I would respect some reparations and flowers. I would like, I would just give That's you my shout out. <laughs> Like so I told you, you by the time the I taught him, by the time we approach. break up, if mm-hmm. we ever broke up, and like you know what it would take for me to like for me to be done done with you, mm-hmm. it'd be like you never happened. That was a phase in my life. Like I'm serious. So <laughs> Yo, yeah, baby, I want I would want your shop and give me my rights and my license rights uh-huh. and do what you do. Got That's you. if like, but you know that where I would have to be for that to be. I wasn't talking about the extreme case. I'm saying <laughs> hypothetically, we I'm split. You. you're not gonna be bothered. And your response I, was, I "Nah, I'm gonna be looking at them bitches like I." I did him. that, but you didn't. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> also, you think I'm gonna be treating them like how I treat you? I'm getting into my old bag. <laughs> I'm, I'm going in. I ain't leaving none of y'all motherfuckers satisfied. You feel like I'm getting mine and getting out. Like, I don't. Can you even do that anymore? Yes. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it with you. I can't because I love you. I got to please you. I want to do all of these. Th- I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Okay, I would hope that you would be a better nope. person. A wild Mikey turns back to the world. Oh, absolutely. Something Why just, can't wild Mikey just keep giving, giving quality work? I will still be a quality person to someone, but you have to understand. So you're not going to... But isn't the point... Do you not get off on sex or also doing it right? I do if I'm attached to the person. (laughs) You a nigga. This is the thing that I always tried to explain to you before. Like, when you like dating, nah, it ain't always about trying to please somebody. That's how I made your ass wait. And that's how... But you got to understand, people that I dated before, that's how they got attached. Because I was like out here trying to like love on them. I was like, we you know, we was just fucking, but it felt like making love to you because you never experienced this shit. <laughs> You're a dick. I'm dead ass. And so <laughs> no, then I was like, wait, I got to start separating from this girl a little bit. Like I'm doing. So too you much. give wax sex? You want to give good enough? enough? It's still better than what the fuck you received, but okay, because now they know here. what I'm capable of, they will return. Ain't none of that over here, and they will accept the average because they know the the greatest. Rate. I didn't accept mediocre. I just want to put that out there. But you never got mediocre. Mm. You didn't. I never got mediocre in a sense. Period. Mikey. See, you, I know what you're saying. You didn't get extravagant from Jump. You got great forever. I got great considering that you were my first time and mm-hmm. how good it was compared to what I have heard. And stories I've, I've <laughs> Again, this is the point. Like, I, I know that I, but like, that should, that was, that should have been your bare minimum. That should be your bare That's minimum. That's your opinion and your view based off of your experience. So like, now that, that I've been paid 30 an hour, happen. you can't. <laughs> You can't go down. Now that I know, 
I can go fuck with other. Like, nah. I can take that energy elsewhere. But there are still some people, Randy, who have never been paid 30 an hour. That's... So when they finally, they, they had their 12 an hour. So when they receive 15, they're like, oh, God. No, that's, a, oh, no. that's a big deal. What about after taxes? And $15 an hour requires very little work for me. Oh, you know what no. I'm saying? Just, what would you explain fifty dollar hour sex to me? <laughs> please, I just want then we can move. On. Please, I, please explain fifty dollar hour sex. You get five minutes, twelve positions. It seemed like the greatest shit in your life. You just gonna be moving me around the whole bed, bunch of movement, no. bad movement, <laughs> all the movement in the world lifting you. Just hope this shit happening. You know, just be like, oh, because you just kind of. Maybe not so, so many. So you confuse me into thinking five. that I'm having good sex by switching positions. Randy, <laughs> let me tell you right now. Let me tell you right now what happens. So, a dude will stroke for maybe two minutes in missionary, he'll be done. If he does not change, he will come, you will be disappointed. So, if you start feeling like you get into that fever pitch right when it happens, switch position. That's it. That's all you do. Just keep so changing positions right before you about to come. Yep. It's a whole bunch of edging. That's all it is. Just getting you right to that spot and then changing. You know how you how girls would express like they was mad like a nigga would be right there and then all of a sudden they move they not licking the same spot no more guess what it's because that nigga was about to come with some shit like he, just, he wanted to like draw it out for you a little bit more Becky I'm serious I'm badass trash absolutely it is trash but guess who accepts that trash because you would rather <laughs> deal with that trash than that cheating nigga that you was dealing with before or that other nigga that might have something I, I'm already ahead of my game if I come back out here I ain't got no STDs. And one child. That puts me at the top. Oh, no. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well. That whole segment went left. What was the question? What was the question? It was your um, question. I didn't ask the question. Mikey, what's your what? <laughs> what was your question? You've admitted to keeping things from me. Oh, yes. In fear that I'd react in a way <laughs> <laughs> that would make you regret it. Welcome back. <laughs> Okay, what was your question? Is there anything about me or the family that we have built that concerns you going into the next couple of decades of our lives that you haven't told me about? That's a good question that I haven't told you about. You told me to look at you and ask what question would I ask. That was the that was the one. Well, I'm always thinking about having another kid and how I really don't think I can't see myself ever being willing ready to have another kid, though we have always dreamed of having a son like i remember when we were pregnant the first time you know we combined their names and because we didn't know who we were having and like but like now that we have drew and just the impact or the effect that kids have on marriage that how crazy our like two years have been i just i mean i'm just now finally feeling like myself and she's 17 months about to be 18 months i just worry that like i worry about what adding another kid in our marriage to our family would be like on us um if we could bounce back from that or like or or adjust to having another person i worry about not having another kid and like will drew be lonely but i I don't know a lot about only children um because i don't have many friends who are only kids i don't know many only children um i worry that if we have a kid you know because of, of my fear and Drew hates them. Like, you know, you ain't always cool with your siblings. You got a lot of siblings who cut each other off, don't know each other. But, like, if we get sick, I remember when my grandma Pat died, she had four daughters. They got to lean on each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if we get sick, who does Drew have? Like, I'm constantly thinking about what having another kid would be like. And if I, if I'm, sorry, if I want to, I mean, I know it's still really early. People always say give it a few more years. 
because it's hard to think clearly when you have a toddler. Mm. Girls <laughs> about to be two. Yeah, and even my mom was like, she was a lot, not in a bad way, but she's very much like my baby brother to my mom in terms of like how she is and how smart and just into everything. And Keon was her last baby, and she was like, I think I'm done, you know. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm so one of the things I just think I don't I haven't like told you is I think about what it would mean to have another kid all the time if I'm really if I would ever be ready, what effect that would have around marriage regard, like, you know, whether we do, whether we don't, mm-hmm. because I also know that getting pregnant again also requires us to us up. We could miscarry again. We could miscarry at the end of term. We could have a stillborn. We could be fine. You know, like it takes another level of bravery. So I, it's always on my mind about like what another addition to this family would be like. And it concerns me because I don't know. I don't know. I loved having a sister. I hated having a sister. You know, like, <laughs> I love my brothers. You know, you know, that's, like I—that's the sibling relationship. Yeah, that's so exactly like, what happens? You know, and then like also feeling very protective of Drew, and I need to be able to see who's around her and all these things. And like, I know that the more kids you have, the less time you can give to your kid. You know, and and it's about quality for me, and not quantity. But I don't know. So, yeah, that I, I, this is what's on my mind. We haven't really talked about it because when I bring it up, sometimes you're like, nah, <laughs> don't. Or sometimes you're bringing it up and I'm like, nah, don't even entertain Because I feel like when either one of us bring it up, it's leading. We are leading to wherever we're trying to get to, but we'll never get there because of how the person responds. I, I mean, Drew, it was hard. And I don't know if it was just hard because of what we were going through or if it's just hard because it's hard. So, I think that it was hard because of what we were going through. I think that your situation always determines how you view it and i was sick as shit randy like yeah i was so sick where we had i wouldn't even tell y'all we both had jobs and we were both straight like actually it was we were actually in a place where people say you should be if you're good both everybody got health insurance we all got stuff covered everything bills are floating there's extra money at the end of the month from what's left over from your pay and everything was on it was fine it was on autopilot the loss happened. Shit started going a little bit south. Your job started looking at you like, mm, do we really want this motherfucker around? Because she don't like participating in our white shit. Um, <laughs> my job started acting up. They like, eh, we about to, we, we lowering certain people. Yeah, we're not, gonna pay we're not allowing y'all to get y'all bonuses that you want to have. So I'm like, all right, I may have to get the fuck out of here. It's really what happened. Um, and ultimately, I'm going to have to make this career switch because I don't want to be in this anymore. I recognize that this nonprofit does some great things, but y'all not really doing it for the right reason. Anyway, so we were all in that space. Then everything was still fine. Then you got pregnant. So we were dealing with that stuff before. Then you got pregnant again. And we were worried because of everything that happened the first time. Then you got fired. Mm -hmm. Your job was like, actually, we do want this motherfucker to leave because we don't like how she not participated in our white shit. Mm -hmm. And my job, I was getting ready to leave because I had found out about this program that was going to help us make more money because we could not live live this way no more. Um, Unemployment that you were getting was not enough. It was what? They weren't enough. (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> and because i wasn't eligible for bonuses anymore which i actually could have made up the the amount of our pay for by doing a little extra session and you started it was a lot it was, people know go back would have been perfectly fine um but we weren't things started spiraling and we also just worried about this baby and this baby came I'm yeah. like, all right so now we got but we have to shift so what can we afford we can afford this basement <laughs> we can afford this and we can make this work for as long as we Even need to, it, until yeah. we shift it, and mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I don't so know. I think it's all situational. Now, mind you, if we were in a space where we had savings and we both still had jobs and we were both still fine, and you were in a healthy work environment that actually was going to be supportive of you when you had a child, and paternity leave and maternity leave was a thing, and all these other things, and we both still had insurance, like it depends on how your life is set up that would even make you feel comfortable to start having a decision, the conversation. But we haven't been having a conversation because we hadn't been there. I still think that we are better today at this moment than we were when we actually got pregnant with her. I mean, yeah, we talked about that. And that's with her being a part of the equation because Drew is a, is a brilliant child. She's really smart. She's extremely helpful. She's learning and growing very quickly every day. So like now it's just, it's a different conversation, but again, we don't know what tomorrow's going to be like, or what happens when you actually get pregnant. And found the right hospital because I had a really rough labor and, and it too. was due to my crazy ass white ass midwife. I also don't feel like the savings is big enough. And I don't feel like, you know, like just the space that we're bringing a child into. We're much more aware of that now. And so. I don't know. No, I mean, yeah. again, this is going to, this is a discussion. That's just that one of my have, things. But like, that's the, that's just how I feel about it. I feel like once we're in the space where we're like this, this right now is what you would bring a child into because this can be maintained at least for the next three years to where if they came within the next three years. Or but I told you the next time we get pregnant, if it ever were to happen again. I want to be in a position of power. I ain't there I yet. Like I'm, we're getting closer, but I I want to be powerful because I need to be able to control when I work. Because not even though it was sucked, it was really hard to be unemployed while pregnant mm-hmm. because of all the other things that came with. I needed to be home. Yeah. I, the how sick I was, how tired I was, how scared I was. I couldn't work under that. You know, I needed to be at the house pregnant with Drew, and I got to be. And I think that helped with my late my my pregnancy. It's part of the reason why I was able to become full time for her to be, you know, like she was even late because I got to, I, you know, sit down. Also, we some women don't need that, but I needed pregnant. that for this pregnancy. Like I couldn't imagine working while pregnant with her. That no. was. Do you remember how sick I was? I yes. lost weight. And they were like, hey, we were like, lucky you got, you got like three weeks to put some weight on. <laughs> We gonna have to admit you, you know, because you lose too. Much. You know, I I was sick, and I'm I just answered on the podcast. So yeah, it's just something I'm thinking about. But yeah, I know I know we that was all. Yeah, no, uh, we'll talk about this after Mike. So thank you for sharing that. I, it's it's it is good to know that that is on your mind, and we are aligned in our concerns in that way, and we are also aligned in what we want mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, but. Yeah. It's about timing, and we are not children, and we have to be wiser about the steps we take. About our, yeah. I mean, we thought we were wise first time around. Like you said, we both were employed, we both had we health were, insurance. We the universe was like, eh, it's not the right time to have this baby. I ain't gonna blame the universe. Just shit happens. Well, nah, when she came, it was. It, no, she, I'm talking about she, the first baby. The first one. Yeah. yeah, shit happens. But, all right, my third question. And third and final. Yes. What does healing centered care and love look like to you? So I've been listening to this podcast, a few podcasts, but this podcast is called All You Need Is a Little Juju. I think I'm getting that right. I'll link it. But anyway, um, and she had on this black minister and she is uh, a sex positive minister and she's all about, you know, um, she has this program or workshop called Sir, Sir Thrivers. It's like talking about basically like she was assaulted when she was a kid, sexually abused for like a number of years and as she got older, she got tired of talking about trauma. And she was saying that people need to, she's like trying to get to a space where people focus less on trauma informed healing and more about healing centered, healing centered care as opposed to trauma informed care. 
and actually that would be a good like, follow up to trauma informed but yeah. yeah and so she w- and so it made me think about it because when i was you know i got i just got a new therapist an individual therapist mm-hmm. and i was telling her yeah like drew is triggering me and she was like explain that and i was explaining that she was like oh your daughter is inspiring you and just her flipping that word from trigger to inspire completely changed how i was feeling mm-hmm. and i was like yeah that is inspiration like it, like i noticed that i instinctively use trauma words like mm-hmm. trigger and so i want to know like if we reframe it, how does healing center care and love, what does that look like to you, for you? Because you need it. You know, like, what does that look like for you? <laughs> I need it? You think I need it from you? You need, no, just you need healing center care. I need it from you. you I do what? need it from you. Yeah, I, I need that from you. Like You need healing center care from me. From the person who has loved me properly for the longest, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I, I would, mean, from a, like. I'm just saying, like, I, that would Like, be, as a spouse. Yeah. Are you like, saying that as a spouse? I mean, yeah. like, if somebody, like, if you were, were ever to go back to your therapist or to get another therapist, your own individual therapist, mm-hmm. or just in general, if what does being, you can use me if you want, but, like, what does, if you had to go to somebody to get some help? And they were saying, well, I have a focus on like a healing well, center. To answer your question. Answer I, it for I, both I ways. Like, how is a spouse? Can I, would, I? I would definitely have a preference towards the healing versus the trauma. For anybody listening, trauma-informed uh, care is essentially recognizing that someone has been through a trauma and there are certain responses to that trauma that this person may have. Mm-hmm. There's, and it'll run a gamut. It's not, no, you won't get one single response from what someone has been through. Someone's been abused. They may respond negatively to watching somebody be hit. They may not. Um, yeah. Like if someone has been neglected, they may respond negatively to being left alone. They may not. Like there's different ways that it goes. And knowing and recognizing that there is a different way, being patient and waiting to see what that response is, and then responding from there is how trauma-informed care works. Mm-hmm. Healing-informed care is taking all of that into consideration and now putting action behind it saying okay so how can we one look at it in a way that is not damaging to you and how can we move forward in a way that actually helps you um and i like that spin on it yeah i think that that needs to be taught next (laughs) um i am i i love hearing okay so the next steps are or this is actually how you should look at it because this is a healthy way of going about it and things of that nature what that would look like from you as a spouse I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. I think it sounds cool, but I don't know. Cause sometimes you're not always trying to come from the space of positivity, especially like in the middle of an argument or when somebody is being triggered or some shit like that. Like that, that's, that take a different level of work. So I have no idea what that would look like because again, people are still trying to understand trauma informed care. But I guess to answer your question, it <laughs> looks like walking into a situation and just removing yourself from whatever when you approach that person kind of like you know it's like how the perfect argument would go if someone could frame a perfect argument in their mind like we wouldn't yell or argue and everyone's points would be clear or whatever people felt heard or listened to so i felt like if that was me approaching you about something that i know has triggered you in the past and i know would upset you just walking into it like hey so the purpose of this is i want this to be something that we grow from and i want you to be okay after we leave this conversation and i want you to feel empowered after we leave this conversation so doing what our what therapist would, said and like setting your intentions yeah before yeah so more healing care would be like walk in and be like what our expectations and mm-hmm. intentions are from this conversation so i'm not trying to piss you off but i'm trying to get closer no, to not you. not even the but i'm not trying to piss you off and i'm trying okay. to get closer to you and 
I yeah. want to communicate this to you because, and the goal that I'm trying to get from this is this. So anything you trying to take anything from what I just listed means you just don't. There's no there's no trust listening. or there's you're not listening. So, so healing, if I've now given you everything, so healing that you informed need care it, is for you in terms is like fighting clean essentially. Soup. <laughs> it's just, it's <laughs> fighting just prefacing clean. it with what it what is your intention well, here? So that yeah. there's no guessing or so that even if. The argument went a certain way. I'm like, well, no, no, no. Well, she said her intention was this. So th- so then she didn't mean it like that. But I need to communicate with her. Hey, so I know that you didn't mean that. But hey, this is how this came across. Just so you know. Just so you can be like, okay, well, not to be defensive. But I can see why you would get that. This is what I was trying to say. Just like, you know, the the perfect conversation if there ever was a and way to And for like, like a therapist that. or somebody, what would healing center care look like for you? Tell me what's wrong. And don't just tell me like. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> you, that, that I don't like. My last therapist was really great because she listened at a time when I needed somebody to listen, essentially. Mm -hmm. And she gave information and she gave her feedback as, like, as a therapist, but she had that motherly energy, which was Mm -hmm. something that I needed because I wasn't talking to my mom like that. Mm -hmm. I've never talked to my mom like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was black as hell, African. Like, she had, like, like, there was something, the, the energy from her was different. If I was to go to a therapist now, I need you to tell me to do things like I need you. I need I need guidance now more than just listening. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you need like tools, actionable yep. ways to yep, yep, yep. to execute. Yeah. What am I doing after the session other than feeling like I just you need to homework? You? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that I'm not bringing you the so, same shit later. I, like so I know that like a repeat hopeless. customer serves you. But it's not serving me to keep talking about the same thing. And, I, and that's what I don't want yeah. to. So if I tell you that my goal is to be past something in a healthy way is to deal with it for real so that it's dealt with for real like if there's a if there's something that had been eating me up and i really don't want to feel a certain way we now have gone through a way for me to not feel away and mm-hmm. me never feel away again because it's possible i would like that okay yeah okay thanks babe was that it ah that, that was the last one all right um like oh that. was i supposed to answer that no i don't have to answer that babe that's fine you sure yeah I'm fine. yeah okay engagement do you think it's time you reintroduce yourself to your spouse, partner, or loved one? It is. It, 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 it is. <laughs> if you had to consider it for half a second just now, it is. If so, try this out and let us know how it went. Or do it with yourself and see how that goes, too. Do you know you? I don't think you do know you. Yeah. Do you? No. <laughs> if, again, you're open to sharing results and or your feelings, shoot us an email at blackmailmare at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098 or hit us up on social media with your thoughts on this episode. Yes, we want to hear back from you. It's time for Randy and Mike's Fight or Flight. They've held it in all week, but you gon' hear it tonight. tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, cause it's Fight or Flight. Fight or Flight. All right. It's my fight. So, a deep siren. I, my fight is, again, I'm confronting you about defeating the purpose of Friday Flight. So, I don't know if y'all remember episode 100, way back when. No, that was a long time ago. Mike and I switched places. And mm-hmm. I fight or flight. I was him. He was me. Okay. And I, as him, said that these movies on mm-hmm. his hard drive would be put on this PlayStation uh-huh. two months ago. Yes. Somebody, and I'm going to pause so y'all can ask the question out loud. Ask out loud, <laughs> has Mikey 
kept his promise and moved the movies over. Now, I'm no, he no, no, Not it's my like fight. <laughs> <laughs> On this break, y'all, that we had back in July or whenever, mm-hmm. Mikey and I had two rules for each other he had to move the movies over and i had to give all my clothes to charity because they are from college that is what we decided and mm-hmm. we those are the two things we had to do over that 30-day span mm-hmm. now ask yourself did randy give her clothes to charity and completely clean out her closet the answer is yes no. mikey did mikey <laughs> go ahead get your yes, shit off I did. Nah, do you uh-huh did mikey keep his word and mm-hmm. change over the movies like we've been talking about for months. Now, y'all, fight or flights are supposed to be entertaining for you all so y'all can hear like our real gripes with each other. Uh-huh. But they're also supposed to forget actual results. results. Yeah. You're not supposed to keep fighting about the same thing. It's hard to fight clean if you're having the same this fight. Is this is not healing and foreign fighting. You not. know? It is not. <laughs> this is this is I quit. This is I'm about to start saying fights with the people. Because I have been asking for this. Got you. For months. Now, could Randy do it herself? I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't <laughs> know. This is your PlayStation. This, yeah. is, a, this is something you promised to do. Yeah, now, yeah, we're just going to start doing stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that the other promise they would do. What the fuck is keeping the promise? We're like, mm. why do I need you? Are we back to <laughs> you? What is happening? You ready so, my fight is. I'm ready to talk. If you, Why do you keep defeating the purpose of these fights? Where are my movies? All right, so I'm gonna address a couple of the things. Um, to answer the question that you all asked, no, no, I have not put all of the new movies on the PlayStation um, because I didn't finish getting all of the old ones off uh, because of the process. Um, no one wants to hear about the process it takes to remove MP4s from you have 30 PlayStation days. Three. Yeah. No, period. No one wants to hear about the, the process that it takes to remove videos and then put them back on PlayStation 3. But it actually takes work. <laughs> it's actually very, very difficult and takes um, some attention and time. And I've been doing it slowly, but have not gotten all the movies off. Um, just as you said, like this is it is something that you could do by yourself, but it is not something that you promised to do by yourself. It was something I'm supposed to take care of. And so as your husband, again, this being that thing that I just I have dropped the ball on multiple times. I don't want to even tell you anymore on this mic. <laughs> I have, again, just been very slowly. I don't even know if you've noticed, but movies have still been disappearing. But I can only do this process when I have your laptop. Mm. So, again, working on it, going to continue moving very slowly. But no, the new movies have not been entered. I actually finally just got all of the old movies off. Now, you also, I love the way that you frame things because, again, you're such a brilliant woman. And I feel like you should always start with that compliment when you're building before you break and build again. Um, Randy asked you all, like, and said that the, that she was supposed to be getting rid of her clothes and donating them all to charity. Um, and the way that it was framed was, again, beautiful because, yes, your clothes are all gone. And did you do that all by yourself? We did it together. Did, oh, <laughs> like we sat no, and we did it together. We, we got rid of Drew's we clothes. Did. We got rid of my old clothes. It's not the point because the question wasn't was you supposed to. So be is your point that we're supposed to move the movies together? Saying, you were like no, 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 no. My point was that we were supposed to be doing these things by ourselves, but we didn't. You didn't. I didn't know that we were supposed to do it by ourselves. We agreed we, that we would. Get, I, I'm moving the movies by myself. You're supposed to get your clothes out. Those are the things that we were supposed right, to do. Right, but we, the time. way that we ended up doing it, Mike, yes, was again. let's clean the whole room and together. Again, the major point that I'm making is, is that sometimes this shit takes some time. 
you had not got, gotten all your clothes out by yourself. You weren't going to because there was so much shit. Yes. Piece by piece, I started bagging up your stuff, separating your Together. stuff. Together. Before that day where we separated, you already had different stuff in different bags. We went through uh, it again, remember? Yes, again. But the first time, again, that I'm saying is I had already separated some of your things. Things were already moving. The point is, is that shit took some time. Yes, it did. It took time. It did. Because Randy had a lot of shit that needed to be moved and gotten rid of. Randy had clothes that she had not worn. <sighs> In more than five years mm-hmm. that needed to be gone mm-hmm. um, and it took time and for the longest we had been having arguments eh, tiffs about laundry putting up clothes why clothes ain't getting put in up you don't got no place to put them well your clothes taking up all the space you gotta get rid of like these things take time similar to why the new movies ain't on there it takes a minute to get the old ones off it takes minutes to get the new ones on it just takes time and so during that process instead of beating you over the head what in front of our listening audience oh. about you falling short on? I was just like, you know what? Really? Once the time comes, dude, you a superior gaslighter. Instead of out. beating you over the head, is that not what you consider this? This is my fight. That exactly. is a fight. It's so now fight. a fight I'm is not, beating re- you over the head. No, a fight is still a fight. I'm just telling you how I feel because you do bring it up because this is the thing that I have fallen short on, which I also agree to. Ain't nobody trying to make you feel crazy or that you are wrong. This is not me gaslighting you, telling you that you are wrong to say what you are saying. I am telling you my view on how I feel about it. So because you to have be it brought to have it brought back up is true. It is something that I am failing at, which I am telling you to be beaten over the head. You're not literally beating me, but you are bringing something back up is what I'm describing it as. That is not me gaslighting you. Does that is or is it from your view? My fight was that you're defeating the purpose of the fight or flights. And I brought that up because it hasn't happened. So this isn't me beating you over the head. This is me fulfilling what my fight was. I'm not bringing it it up to be a dick. I'm not saying that you're being a dick. I'm not saying that beating somebody over the head with something is being a dick about it. I'm saying that that's what it is. Reminding, like, bringing something back up can still be beating somebody over the head. You feel beaten over the head. No, I don't feel beating them over the head. I'm you, describing what is happening. So you, bringing I'm saying, it up, you're, I'm like, you're I'm describing be- this is beating you over the head about this. Bring, bringing bringing up, this back yes. up is beating over the yes, head. Yes, that's what I'm How describing so? it as. Because I felt like I'm being beaten over the head with this thing. How because so? it like repeatedly what? needs to be, because it it's repeatedly being brought up. Okay. Just like everything, like I was bringing up and using the clothes as a parallel. Mm-hmm. But I didn't bring it back up, nor did I keep beating over the head by, hey, babe, you still ain't put up your clothes. There have been clothes, clean clothes sitting in a basket for forever. There's nowhere to put them. Which means we have nowhere to put dirty clothes. Babe, that's like, not my fault that you never brought that up as a fight. I'm I wouldn't not, have considered that you that. bring you beat it over my head if you kept Baby, bringing it up and this kept happening. I, I but didn't you bring it up having as a fight. us me having an issue with me cleaning has been a repeated fight. It has, Repeatedly. but it, but it, exactly. I have I have quote unquote beat you over the head about cleaning for a while. But so your I point is, I'm, I'm serious. What is your your point about this? Is my point wasn't even about the whole beating over the head thing. My point was. I am going to continue to slowly, because these things take time, get the movies on, because that is what I promised to do. You are right. All of the movies are not there, but that is what I promised to do, was to get all of the movies off. And, and so my follow-up question on. is, can you just show me how to do it? Because I'm fine with like doing that. It never occurred to me that I could have just done it myself, because I would have I would have just done it. But... Wait, that's what I'm just saying. This process but, like, is, I itself, it have, takes... It take like it's really stupid because some of the files aren't. I mean, I the remember right files, watching you start and yeah. it being a thing. But what I'm saying is, if it's a lot and it seems like it is, I'm also fine so that this can stop coming up. As silly as it may sound, but this is one of those acts of service things that are like 
part of my love language and mm-hmm. how often we use this thing and how much this has come up, I'm fine with taking it on and just doing it. But also too- during this time, things have shifted. Half of the movies that you wanted me to add are like streaming. And we've been, we have a fire stick now. We've been using that instead. We haven't even been watching the movies on there until we just got some new movies like The Hobbit and some other stuff. So again, I am still going to add them. And I have been adding them and I have been taking off the files here and there, but it requires me to have access to your computer. It requires me to have time to sit down and do it because it takes a minute. And so like to keep this from being a fight, we can just like, we can just like nix this whole like I'll do a thing, I'll promise thing, and we'll just it it will happen as it can. Is this is this the new like agreement? Okay. 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 So are you fighting or flighting? Well, I don't know what that was. Was that a fight or flight? I guess that was a fight. Okay. Yeah. So we've agreed to that this will not fall just solely on you. Because it's a lot to handle and a lot to do. Or just that it's just going to take more time mm-hmm. because it's a long process and we have a whole bunch of shit going on. And I have been doing little by little, but to sit down and do all the movies, which again, you saw because it takes time to delete and add the files, time that we just ain't had. Got um, it. It's just going to take some time. All right. PDA. Um. So... What has happened this week? What has happened this week? So last week we dropped Drew off again for our our child free weekend. So Drew and Groot were gone, and we went to this canyon in South Georgia. Yeah, what city were we in? Lumpkin. Lumpkin, some country. Uh, We were in Lumpkin, Georgia, where they have this mini Grand Canyon, and we drove down there. It was what two hour drive. Uh. This was part of Randy's birthday weekend. And we went and we went to this canyon that Randy has been wanting to go to for a while. I think he brought it up the first time, maybe two, three years ago. Yeah. Um, And we just hadn't gotten to it. And now that we finally got there, it was one of the most beautiful things that I had seen. Again, we've been locked inside for six months. So maybe this canyon ain't the biggest thing in the world to everybody else. But this was a really big deal. I don't remember the last time I saw you that happy in a while. You looked like a big-ass kid in a big-ass candy store. Just watching you stare at trees, look at, like, just, I don't know, you just looked like you were in your element, and it was really nice to see joy on you. There was a moment where we realized we got out the car after this two-hour drive, we hit this canyon, and we did not stretch. Um, We had walked through half the canyon before realizing we didn't stretch, so we stopped and stretched. We finished it, and then we were like, we want to go back in but before we do, we should probably stretch. Randy randomly started doing like yoga stretches. And it was just nice to watch you just doing stuff that made you happy all at once. Because you have picked back, picked up yoga, which you enjoy. Be outside in nature, which you enjoy. It was just nice. It was. It was nice seeing you just be happy. So that that was my, that's mine. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, my PDA, um... Well, you know, my birthday was great, and it's not your responsibility to make sure, like, I have a good birthday. But for the part that you did take into creating, like, a birthday atmosphere for me, it was really nice. We watched horror films, and you, like, coordinated my balloons that, you know, your sister got me, and paid for the majority of my tattoo um, after I paid the deposit, because you just knew how much I wanted it, and this is something you decided to give me, 
it was just really nice. And I think that you did a really good job for your part in like making my birthday very peaceful and loving. And it was really nice. And I, I really appreciate it because I, I needed a peaceful, loving birthday and you ate it in that. And I appreciate you. It's great. You're welcome. That was a good. Week. And you drove to the canyon and you drove back. Of course. While you blasted Beyonce. And Janelle Monáe. And Janelle. And who else we listened to? There's like three albums. What was the third one? John Legend's John new Legend. album. His that was on the way Bigger back. Love. It's a great album. Yeah. 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 So thank you. Good times. You're welcome. For ad-free episodes, extra and exclusive content, head over to patreon.com slash black millennial marriage. Yeah, this is a way that y'all can like support us and, you know, invest in the pod. Uh-huh. But yeah. It's popping over there. <laughs> the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is on Domino Sounds Network. Ooh. With new episodes every Monday and Thursday. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast Fight and Flight Jingle was created by Ebony Janae at Janae's Jingles. Details in our show notes. Yes, we are now and still available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all other major streaming services. Rate us. Five stars. If you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to check out our website, y'all, www.blackmillennialmarriage.com and follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapmans. Thank you again for listening, y'all. As always, be blessed. <laughs> Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. Root Insurance puts you in control. Root is a new type of car insurance that uses the sensors in your smartphone to look deeper than other insurers. Here's how it works. Download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior, like turning and braking, and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate, meaning good drivers could save hundreds. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.